Hello and welcome to the Redeeming Fate Podcast Season 2. I'm your host, Matt Simmons, and I'm joined today with my faithful co-hosts, Shannon and Justin. How are you guys? Hey, brother. It's good to be here. I'm good, Matt. Thanks. <laughs> Glad to be sitting here with you guys again. Had a great time in Season 1. I'm really looking forward to diving into some more topics, more conversations um, this season. But first, we wanted to kick off today with talking about sabbatical, something that uh, has sort of been uh, a rhythm in the Church of Redeemer Church in that our lead pastor of teaching, Shannon, you will step away from the pulpit for a season, usually in the summer, usually in August, where you're still at church, you're still in the office, you're still doing all of your normal duties, you're just not preaching. Someone, Some of us other elders or maybe a guest will come in and speak for you, but uh, we've come to a place where you are about to take an extended sabbatical. I'm sure there's some questions in the church and in the membership at Redeemer about what that is, why that's happening, and uh, how we got here. So we're just going to chat about that today. So Shannon, tell us, first of all, as a pastor, what is a sabbatical? The term sabbatical is related to the term Sabbath, and that that concept of Sabbath in the uh, Bible is ultimately about rhythms of rest and being able to connect with the Lord to be able to have your soul nourished, uh, to be refreshed. Um, and so that's supposed to take place once every seven days in the life of a believer if we follow the biblical pattern. Uh, but then you also see in the Old Testament there were, every seven years, there were um, periods of rest for the land even, so that you didn't de- completely uh, deplete the nutrients in the soil so that it could be refreshed and continue to be fruitful as it moved forward. Um, and so you see these rhythms that God establishes in the scriptures of rest, replenishment, refreshment, nourishment uh, for future fruitfulness. And so a sabbatical, whether it be um, in an academic setting, in a university, or whether it be in a church setting, or whether it be in any other uh, organizational setting, is that time of extended rest for reflection, for refreshment, to be nourished, for future fruitfulness. Yeah. I think anybody, believe it or not, recognizes that uh, recognizes that a pattern of rest is just required. You can't go forever at a high pace. Eventually, you're going to break down if you don't put yourself down to find that rest and recovery. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good to have a de- definition behind that. But for us specifically at Redeemer Church, and if you remember, you already know this, you've already received this email, but I'm going to go ahead and read just the first uh, third of this email announcing to our congregation uh, what's going on? What's what's coming up in this next season, this coming fall of 2023 for Redeemer Church? So I'm going to read through that real quick, and then we'll just sort of break it down here together. It says, One of the greatest privileges for any local body of believers is to honor and care for their pastors. Pastors have a unique set of responsibilities as shepherds of their congregations, and they wear a mantle of leadership that has its share of joys and heartaches as they strive to remain faithful to their calling to lead God's people with integrity. Pastors know that to whom much is given, much is required, and they strive to be good stewards of the leadership that has been entrusted to them by the Holy Spirit and their congregations. For the physical, mental, and spiritual health of our lead pastor, the Elder Board believes that Redeemer Church needs to honor Shannon by encouraging him to take a sabbatical the latter part of this year. His fellow elders will shoulder the pastoral burden for a time to allow Shannon time to rest, recharge, and receive fresh vision for the next chapter of Redeemer. After 20 years of full-time ministry and nearly a decade here at Redeemer, we have come to understand that our pastor is tired. We all need to be reminded that pastors are human and can grow weary over an extended season of ministry. We cherish Shannon and his precious family. 
We want to bless them with some time off to focus on their relationships with God and each other and to rest from their ministry labors. So that's the email that went out to the church and it goes on and uh, all the elders worked together to put this announcement, this email together. Really, Keith was the main author of it and he did a great job. And if you continue down in the body of the text, he provides all sorts of theological underpinnings uh, describing exactly what you just told us in the definition, why this is required, how God himself has ordained patterns of rest that we all need. And so in a, a season here where you've been in ministry running at a high pace, doing a wonderful job for a long time, we recognize that it's time for you to, to rest and recharge so that you can continue running at that pace. And so, Shannon, before we even talk about this further, I'll just say I'm excited for you. I hope that you guys find this as a family to be restful. I hope that you enjoy this time and come back uh, ready to continue where you've left off. Hmm. So that being said, tell us about it. So in that, it says we've come to recognize that our pastor is tired. What, what does that mean? Can you, can you help us uh, kind of break that down from your perspective, what, what the elders mean by that? Sure. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, earlier this week, and we're recording this in the early August, but earlier this week I had breakfast with a, another, a friend of mine here in town uh, who is a former pastor. And we were visiting, and I was sharing with him where I was and what the elders had asked of me and what the fall was going to look like. And um, we had a great conversation. It was mutually encouraging. The next day, he sent me a um, a meme, and the meme was a picture of two fuel gauges. And he said, I hope this resonates with you the way that it resonates with me. But the meme had two fuel gauges, and one of them was about had about a quarter of a tank left, and underneath that the caption said, when we should take a break. And the other one was on E, and it said, when we do take a break. Um, and I think that's probably pretty accurate description mm. of most folks in our society. Um, you know, whenever we, whenever we have about a quarter of a tank left is when we ought to really, those, those warning lights on our dashboard ought to start going off. Um, but sometimes we ignore them and sometimes we try to push through them. Um, and I, I feel like I've probably done that for a number of years here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, even preceding, um, some of the things that we went through during COVID. Um, but I think that, that, um, multiplied some of those effects, um, like it probably did for many people of going through um, a very a time of a great deal of uncertainty and, and tumultuousness in our culture. Um, and so I think coming out of that and trying to essentially relaunch ministry um, and, and in, a, in a new world, um, having lost probably 25% of our church in that process and the people slowly returning, um, I feel like I ignored a lot of warning signs personally on my own dashboard and just kind of continue to plow forward. I've had folks in my life over the course of the last year to be real transparent that have encouraged me to consider taking a sabbatical. And each time I was essentially dismissive of the idea. Um, and then back in April, I began to have a conversation with each of our existing elders at that time and just one-on-one -on -one initially sharing with them where I was, level of fatigue and weariness that I was experiencing, um, some of the discouragements that I had experienced as well. Um, and so having begun those conversations just after Easter, 
Um, we continued some of those conversations, not only individually, but also as a team uh, as we moved through the summer. And then finally, probably early to mid-July, um, it was put forth in an elders meeting, the recommendation that I would take a sabbatical to focus on um, being nourished, being restored, being refreshed, and being able to come back with a fresh vision um, for ministry here at Redeemer and what the Lord would want to do in and through our church over the next five to ten years. And so, um, you know, it was it was a, a humbling experience. And I'll say this, I mean, Matt, you were in that meeting, um, but I, I never, I, I felt safe in that context with the other men who were in that room um, pastoring me. Um, I, I sit with others often and try to shepherd them and pastor them, but I felt like in that moment I was being pastored and shepherded. Um, I, I felt cared for and loved. I felt as if the folks in that room wanted to see um, me in ministry for the long haul and not to flame out or burn out and throw in the towel. Um, and so I, I walked away from that meeting and and went home and visited with my wife and shared with her what the recommendation was. And um, over the course of our conversations, I just communicated that to her. I, I said, I, I just felt like they were for me. And um, I just want to say publicly, thank you to all the elders for that and uh, for the freedom to have that space and time to disengage from ministry and to rest. Yeah. That's good. Thank you for sharing that. That's uh, We really appreciate you being vulnerable and opening up to everybody, to all of our members, exactly what's going on and how we got here. And as an elder, I think back over the last year or so, and in several uh, instances, we as elders kind of teased the idea of sending you on a sabbatical. You know, Some of us could see that you were wearing out or that you had a lot on your plate or, or that our staff was experiencing some fatigue or even our deacons and members, some of them showing signs of fatigue and so wanting to address that but each time it just kind of it just got lost in the agenda or got lost in the busyness of everything that has really probably brought us to this point mm. and um and so through a series of circumstances and looking back now I can see the providence of the Lord and I'm working in all of this mm-hmm. brought us to these conversations brought us to making needing to make these decisions and uh and it's all going to happen this wasn't planned because the sermons are planned out. We probably planned this Colossians thing out over a year ago. You you started putting this schedule mm-hmm. together, and you're going to be able to finish that whole Colossians series with us the last week before you step out onto your sabbatical. And, and in the, the last chapter of Colossians, right before the final greetings, it says, walk in wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. That's verse 5 in chapter 4. and. Mm. And, and, and just talking about or thinking about making the best use of the time, uh, we recognize as elders that rest is not a waste of time. It is an ordained pattern by God. And so we're, we are partnering with you to help you live in and lean into that pattern and get some much needed rest after a long series of ministry. And it's important to note also, uh, Redeemer members who are listening in, that this isn't just a one-time thing that we're just going to you know, hope solves every problem. No, this is going to be the start of what is hopefully an established uh, pattern of rest that we will require of our staff and of our pastors in the future, whoever that may be, hopefully 50 years from now, 100 years from now, 
hopefully the Lord will have faithfully used this church and continued to grow and create disciples. And the pastors and the staff that are in those roles at that time will be continuing to function in these patterns of healthy rest that we see laid out in scripture. And so we're taking this as an opportunity to launch into what's next for the life of the church. And that's towards health. And we would expect uh, all of the members and, and attenders at Redeemer to also you know, one day a week we see the Lord rested. And so we want to see our people rest and we, we can say that a hundred times, but if we do that and lead our people in that, I think they'll see it and they'll receive it better. And so we, as an elders, pastors, and staff, we want to lead our people well into patterns of rest as we see them in scripture. So Shannon, what are you uh, what are you thinking about uh, sabbatical? What are you thinking about doing? You got a book list? You gonna go fishing? You gonna or are you more of an extrovert type? You gonna go find some crowds to work? <laughs> What's it gonna look like for you? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, well, first, I, you know, we are we have put together a plan um, as far as uh, the shouldering of responsibilities and duties. Um, we look forward to sharing that with the church um, and welcome any questions that folks may have about that. Um, but there will be, you know, a preaching rotation, some sort of elder on call of a scenario where folks can reach out in crises. Um, you know, different elders are picking up different portions of responsibility. Some of the staff are picking up some of the things that I've been carrying as well. And so um, I just want to say thank you to each of those individuals for their willingness to shoulder a, a portion of that burden and to afford me this opportunity. Um, but as far as what the, the 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 routine will look like in an extended sabbatical like this, you know, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this. Um, I've served in, in pastoral ministry um, in some capacity, whether part-time or full-time, since I was 19 years old. And so um, this is the first time I've ever taken an extended season like this for to be to be refreshed, and so so you don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, that's a good. That's that, on one hand, yes, but on the other hand, you know, we have spent some time. Uh, many of you guys know I've I've traveled to South Africa uh, f- since 2017, uh, except for the COVID year of 2020. Um, and one of the things that uh, I've picked up on from our South African brethren over there is they do a better job, I think, of of recognizing these rhythms than we do. Um, and so they do take sabbaticals every seven years. Their pastoral staffs do um, for about three months. And um, one of those churches that we have that I've uh, interfaced with over there, they've recommended a, a kind of a pattern of taking a season or a portion of that time to do nothing but rest. You know, just do what energizes you. Um, and so if you, you know, to your point, if you're an extrovert, go be around a crowd. If you're an introvert, go sit alone in the woods. Um, you know, if uh, whatever whatever energizes you. For me, a lot of things that energize me, um, you know, and some of you I've, I've said this to before, um, I really do enjoy um, working with my hands and building things. Um, and I think a part of that is, you know, when you're working with people, there's never a, a finished point. Uh, a, a finish line, um, but whenever I'm building a coffee table or a desk or a hall tree or mm. something like that, I can step back and say that's done. It's done. Um, and and so I, I may do some of that, some stuff around the house. Um, uh, then, so I, I probably will do a little bit of fishing uh, this fall as well. I may go see my family, um, visit with them uh, once or twice. Uh, my brother up in Oklahoma City and my parents down in South Louisiana. 
Um, we so that there will be a portion of that time that will just be spent resting. Uh, there'll be a portion of that time uh, that'll be spent reading. And so, yeah, there is a book list that I'm compiling of various titles and authors, things that have been recommended to me over the years um, that I just haven't gotten around to reading. And so. Um, I've got a list now in early August of about five or six books. I hope by the time the sabbatical starts, I have about 10 to 12 that I'd like to read over the course of those uh, three months. Um, And then another portion of that, so rest, reading, and another portion of that is going to be learning and visiting other churches and just seeing, um, one, to be in fellowship with God's people and worship on the Lord's Day. Um, And so I may not be there every Sunday at Redeemer, and there'll probably be multiple Sundays that I'll be gone. Um, I just met last week a, a church planter up in Levon, and I told him during my sabbatical I'd kind of love to come worship with them in an elementary school. And we've got churches here in Rockwall that um, I, I've had significant relationships with their pastors over the last seven to ten years, and I've indicated to some of them I may come worship with them one Sunday. Um, but just to get out of out of uh, the the routine that I've been in and enjoy fellowship and worship in another context with the Lord's people on the Lord's day. So, um, and then you know to learn from those other churches how they're doing some some things that yeah. we can improve on. Uh, things are doing well that we could we could you know either adopt or tweak into our context and um, see if there's any fruit that's born of those things. So, um, so those are the three main things that I'll be doing one resting two reading and three learning and worshiping in other, other places. That's great. And it's probably important for everybody to know too, that you're not actually physically leaving or going anywhere. Your family will still be here. You guys will still be involved. Your kids will be in students and ministry and, Mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. So you'll be here, you'll be around. We're just not expecting you to do your job as you traditionally do, because we want you to unplug and rest. And so it sounds like you have a really good, solid plan to carry that out. And so that's that's really good. And we're really hopeful that you'll come back. Um, well, yeah, come back. <laughs> hopeful that you'll come back. <laughs> no, come back recharged and ready to step back in to, to your role and run at a sprint again. Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny. We, we, we met um, with a... I met with the group of elders who's going to be sharing the bulk of the preaching responsibilities in my absence. And yeah, let's just take a real, real quick in the Lord's providence again. I mean, over the last couple of years, he's brought men that are not only capable of preaching mm-hmm. to fill in for you, but are good at it. Yeah. Like I have been uh, blessed to sit under the teaching of Stanley and of Charles and of Keith all leading to this moment, yeah. it seems like. How good, how faithful of the Lord to bring these men in to our church and are now elders or soon to be uh, installed as elders at our church to carry this load. We don't have to bring in. We may bring in a guest speaker or two, but we don't have to. The mm-hmm. Lord has provided. Yeah. And so, okay, yeah, so carry on. A, no, it's such a blessing. I was meeting with those three guys. In fact, Charles and Stanley and Keith and talking through um, sermon series ideas for um, when I was away. And... Um, we were we were talking about one particular idea and reading some texts together, and I started getting excited. And Keith looked at me, he's like, "You're gonna have a hard time not preaching, aren't you?" And I said, "Yeah, I might." Um, and so I do look forward to, to returning. That was in response to your your uh, request earlier, but um, I do look forward to returning in January. Um, I already have you know been 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 chewing on ideas of of where our church is and where I think. We need to begin to move and, and go, and um, so 
I look forward to the time with the Lord over the course of these next three and a half months to really process some of those things um, and and to be recharged and have fresh vision uh, come Lord willing come January 1. Yeah, that's great. All right. Well, thanks for sharing with us today about sabbatical and what it's going to look like for you and for us here at the church. If you have any other questions about the sabbatical, feel free to reach out to any of the elders at Redeemer Church or simply click on the link to send an email and we'll get answers to you. Another resource would be your life group leader. They can point you to more resources if you have any further questions about Shannon's sabbatical and and how that's going to play out. So tune in for the rest of season two. We've got a lot of fun stuff coming your way.